Wednesday, 2.20, Shaped by the Word, Season 2, the drama of Scripture. Uh, we started the book of Nehemiah yesterday and read the first two chapters. And uh, Nehemiah is deeply moved by the plight of his people who've returned after being in exile, being scattered among the nations, have returned to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple and to now rebuild its walls. And it is certainly, uh, the rubble is so so thick that you can't even ride a horse you know, through it that he had to get off and he had to walk through it. And we've seen him deeply moved by the plight of the people and deeply you know, uh, leaning into the grace of God. And of course, we didn't mention uh, a guy who must have been so noble you know, in character that uh, he had a high position. The cupbearer doesn't sound you know, all that impressive. You know, I got to bring a cup of wine to the king, but he would have overseen as a steward all of the accommodations, personal accommodations, for the king, had the king's ear, and, and of course, uh, the king immediately, not only, you know, that there had to be, you know, God working through the character of Nehemiah and in the moment, uh, you know, to offer him such incredible favor, letters and timber and, mm-hmm. and even Calvary, you know, uh, to, you know, to, I always say that word wrong, Calvary, you got to get the L's in the right place and the V's <laughs> in the right place in order to say that. So we come to uh, the actual rebuilding of the wall, and, and not often do I include such a uh, long list of names in our readings, uh, because I will butcher every one of them. <laughs> if I get one right, that'll be, uh, you know, that that'll be enough for me, and we'll count it as good. Uh, normally, when I read names from scripture, I look at them in the original language and try to transliterate them. But we'll just we'll just flash through this and see what happens. But these dudes, these dudes you know, rebuilt this wall, and the reason this this is a list of names is is a li- you know the a little bit more impressive to me because these are people that are actually you know not just a, a list of a long genealogy, but they're actually doing the hard work of rebuilding a nation mm-hmm. in a very desperate time. Uh, so we'll just kind of uh, read the names and glean through them. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you that Scripture is so personal that uh, lists names. And we thank you that uh, we go to a revelation and know that you you have a name for us, and it's written on a white stone, and you hold it in your palm. And uh, we thank you for uh, the fact that uh, you call us to be a people, but you call us as individuals, and you know our heart, you've designed us, created us in your image, and redeemed us by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that you've given us a part in your story, and may we, as, as they did, uh, find our place and, and be used by you for your glory. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Elisha, the high priest, and his fellow priests went to work and rebuilt the sheep gate. And they dedicated it and set its doors in place, building as far as the Tower of Hundred, which they dedicated, and as far as the Tower of Hanel. The men of Jericho built the adjoining section, and Zakor, son of Imri, uh, built next to them. His gate was rebuilt by the sons of Hassaniah. They laid its beam and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hakaz, repaired uh, the next section. Next to him, Meshalam, son of Barakiah, the son of Meshezabel, made repairs, and next to them Zadok, son of Baniah, also made repairs. The next section was repaired uh, by the men of Tekoa, but their nobles would not put their shoulders to the work under their supervisors. The Jasana gate was repaired by Jehoiada, son of Pasiah, and Meshalim, son of Besadiah. 
Uh, they laid its beams and put its doors and their bolts and their bars in place next to them. Repairs were made by the men of Gibeon and Mizpah, Melatiah of Gibeon and Jadon of Maranoth, uh, places under the authority of the governor of Trans-Euphrates. Uziel, son of Herhiah, one of the goldsmiths, repaired the next session. Hananiah, one of the perfume makers, made repairs next to that. They restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Rephiah, son of Hur, ruler of the half-district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section. Adjoining this, Jedidiah, son of Harmoth. I like that one, Harmoth. Uh, made repairs opposite his house. And Hattush, son of Hashmaniah, made repairs next to him. Malkajai, son of Harum. And Hashub, son of Pahath Moab, repaired another section in the Tower of the Ovens. Shalom, son of Halabesh, the ruler of the half-district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section with the help of his daughters. The valley gate was repaired by Hanun and the residents of Zenoa. They rebuilt it and put its doors with their bolts and bars in place. They also repaired a thousand cubics of the wall as far as the Dung Gate. The Dung Gate was repaired by Malchajah, son of Rechab, ruler of the district of beth he rebuilt it and put its doors and their bolts and bars in place. The fountain gate was repaired by Shalun, son of Kolhauze, ruler of the district of Mizpah. He rebuilt it, roofing it over and putting its doors and its bolts and its bars in place. He also repaired the wall of the Pool of Siloam uh, by the king's garden as far as the steps going down from the city of David. Beyond him, Nehemiah, son of Azbuk, ruler of the half-district of Beth. Zor made repairs up to a point opposite the tombs of David as far as the artificial pool in the house of the heroes. Next to him, the repairs were made by the Levites under uh, Rehum, son of Benai. Beside him, Hashabiah, the ruler of the half-district of Keilah, uh, carried out repairs for his district. Next to him, repairs were made by the fellow Levites under Binua, son of Hinadad, ruler of the half-district of Keilah. Next to him, Ezer, son of Jeshua, Ruler of Mizpah repaired another section from a point facing uh, the ascent to the armory as far as the angle of the wall. Next to him, Baruch, son of Zebai, zealously repaired another section from the angle to the entrance of the house of Elishib, the high priest. Next to him, Merimoth, son of Uriah, son of Hakaz, repaired another section from the entrance of Elishib's house to the end of it. The repairs next to him were made by Priests from the surrounding region, beyond them, Benjamin and Hashub made repairs in front of their house, and next to them, Azariah, son of Maasai, uh, the son of Ananiah, made repairs beside his house. Next to him, Beniru, son of Hinadad, repaired another section, from Azariah's house to the angle and the corner, and Palal, son of Uzai, worked opposite the angle in the tower, projecting from the upper palace near the court of the guard. Next to them, Bediah, son of Parash, and the temple servants living on the hill of Ophel made repairs up to a point opposite the water gate toward the east and from the projecting tower. Next to them, the men of Tekoa repaired another section from the great projecting tower to the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, the priests made repairs, each in front of his house. Next to them, Zadok, son of Emmer, made repairs opposite his house. Next to him, Shemaiah, son of Shechaniah, uh, the guard at the east gate made repairs. Next to him, Hananiah, son of Shelemiah, and Hanun, the sixth son of Zalaf, repaired another section. Next to them, Meshulam, son of uh, Barakai, made repairs opposite his living quarters. Next to him, Malkajai, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and the merchants opposite the inspection gate, and as far as the room above the corner and between the room above the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants made repairs.
And may the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. <laughs> Good I'm job. very impressed. Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah. The Lord was with you as you're there. The gracious hand the of gracious the Lord. The gracious hand of, yes, <laughs> yeah. was with loves. me. Yeah. I just, lo- I just love this section because you, you can envision these people, uh, you know, in the middle of this rubble that, uh, you know, that you can't even, even barely walk through. And, and they have hope and they're rebuilding. There's all, all kinds of things that are happening here. Uh, you know, the nobles of Tekoa yeah. would not, mm-hmm. uh, would not, you know, cooperate with supervisors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're good at bossing people around, but we don't take orders from anyone. And then, of course, you have the lovely section, you know, where you know, a man along with his daughters uh, you know, are, are, are working. And, of course, that to Nehemiah must have really struck him as he's just, you know, looking through as he's turning. They're the nobles over there. They won't do you know, a darn thing. And, and, and look at these young ladies who are working every bit as hard as uh, the men along the way. I love the the reality of this passage. Like, it is happening in real life. Like, this is just notes from what he's seeing. And we can tell because there are listed nobles, there are listed rulers of areas, and then the next person listed is a perfume maker. I mean, it's just such a crazy list of people who are, who it's just history. It took place. And I just love that. I love those details. Yep. And you have to love uh, Hanun, the sixth son of Zalaf. You know, also, uh, you know, well along, you know, uh, not one who would have, you know, uh, you know, gained a lot of wealth or prestige in his family. Just, you know, another, you know, one, another one of the sons, not the first son, not, you know, the noble son, but. Uh, mm-hmm. just, just these little notes that were just uh, important, you know, yeah. to important to Nehemiah, and of course, important, you know, to the Lord mm-hmm. as well. You know that he yeah. notices, uh, notices both the nobles who will not work, and of course, he notices the daughters that will. And he notices mm-hmm. the six sons, which you know their mom uh, forgot their name every time they you know try to call. Them. Oh, yeah, you know, moving mm-hmm. through, uh, but it is a it is a moving section in, in so many ways. In some ways, it's kind of a a portrait of what God has designed and wired the church to be. You know that that everyone. I love. I mean, we don't know anything about these people. Yeah, I mean, no. they're just. But but they lived. You know, and we know they're identified. Not just like we just don't get a name, but we get the family clans that they're a part of. You know, we get regions that they come from, jobs. Um, but but I just have to, I love how they they all chip in. They're all you know, vital to the rebuilding of the wall and they all play a key part in this. Yeah, and, and even the the you know, some get to work on gates that are a little more prestigious than other gates. You, know? <laughs> you think the maybe gate. the dung gate <laughs> yeah. is sticking out to you at that yeah. point. You know, Aww. and none of them are sitting there complaining. Which you know, would, which would have you know been the gate, you yeah. know, where they, they took the uh, daily refuse out. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, down to the Ooh. valley of Kidron, which, you know, comes uh, you know, Ben Hinman, yeah. uh, which becomes, you know, the uh, uh, Jesus' image of where the where the worm does not die and where the fire does yeah, not go out, right. but uh, the image of uncleanness and of rejection and of separation from God, yeah. from which we get our picture of uh, you know, eternal separation yeah. from God. So you're getting like a one body, many parts vibe. One body, many parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And even, you know, First Peter goes on to say, you know, we're living stones being built together into a oh my spiritual goodness, house. Oh, my goodness. We have from yeah. from rubble to living stones. I know. Well, you see the rebuilding here, and then we see yeah. even a greater rebuild of the people of God to be the you know the body of Christ, and how we are built together, many different parts, mm-hmm. making one beautiful thing. Quite active imaginations for a, 
a Wednesday morning here at Christ Church <laughs> in our studios, but uh, all of those images and all of those echoes. And of course, that's so rich about Scripture, how uh, you, have, you have so many echoes of things that are uh, part of the way that you know, scripture, you know, scripture is built up mm-hmm. and, uh, and pulls together. And this, is, this, has, been a, this has been a fun one. Uh, Matt, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we do thank you um, for for this portrait, for this reminder that um, that only you you can do this. That you can draw uh, men and women together um, into one body, many parts, and and, and Father, free us um, from the need to to be important, to to be um, remembered long term, but but we can be free to be your people, um, to serve you faithfully, um, to to do what you've called us to do. Uh, Father, we thank you for the grace that we do have in Christ Jesus. We thank you um, that because um, because of what he's done, um, your gracious hand remains on us. And, and so, Father, would we live into that today? Would we be reminded of um, of who you are, um, of, of who you've called us to be, and, and all the, the joy and, and richness that we find in, in fellowship with you? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.